This is Rhetoric in Retrospect. I'm Ben. Today I'm joined by my colleagues, Max and David. In this episode, we will be discussing education. So, you all, what, what, what do you think about education? It's kind of essential to get a good job, to get a steady wage. Oh, but what if you, what if you learn a trade? Oh, I guess you still have to go that through That is high education. School. So, there you go. What if you, hmm. Um, well, you seem to assume so by those uh reasonings what what is the definition of education what is education it's um transfer of knowledge whoa no 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 no. there's so much more to it's like culturing culturing your child culturing is transfer of knowledge Oh, let me culture my plants. Let me use telekinesis with my <laughs> plants. Oh, no. Telekinesis is telekinetics. So well, it's movement. Can, can you? Telepathy. Can you educate plants? Yes. Well, that is a very well, good question. Can, can plants demonstrate their knowledge of information? <laughs> this is... Yes, they can, technically. Of, of their own information, which has been coded into their... Genome. You can condition. You can condi- Yeah, you can condition plants. <laughs> yes, they cannot be said to be uh, the brightest of students, but You're right. You can, <laughs> but they don't know what knowledge is. No, they but have no well, grasp you can transfer. Explains. You have to you define can use knowledge, them as a... and if knowledge is, yeah, technically yes. Well, technically. Anyways, keep going. Yes. Yes. So plants can be taught. In transfer of knowledge, education condensed. I, no, 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 no. I, well, I'm, I, <laughs> I, I think education is much more than that. What, what is it, do you think? Well, I'm pretty sure. I'm 90% sure that at a, shall we say, group gathering of fellow educators <laughs> during the summertime, and these educators may or may not be parents. Um, the group of educators were asked to define education. And really? it was much more than... Uh, or what is classical education, I believe. Uh, well, and which is the truest form of education, in my opinion. How, how funny, because, you know, I have I feel a little bit of an outline here right now. Just below, what is education as, what is classical education? Well, yeah. Oh, interesting, interesting. Giving me a perfect segue, but in order to define classical education, what do you think is the, the, the secular, the wrong word, what is the, the common uh, idea of education by the, the general public, do you think? They, they're probably thinking well, of, like, primary school and, you know, the ah. government-funded, whatever much you call it. <laughs> that isn't very descriptive. Government-funded <laughs> schooling set in a classroom yeah, yeah, with one teacher and several students in which 
the teacher employs many methods, notably testing, in order to uh, not only transfer information to the students, but also gauge what information has been transferred to the students. So I, I think that education oh, I, at its core, education at its core, should include the seven liberal arts, uh-huh. a culturate now culturation is not a culturing of truth beauty and goodness uh, how do you even describe that the, i don't it's, think it's that is rubric the right word rubric that uh, i i heard that word often isn't it the the like uh, a mode of teaching uh, yeah there, there's a I'm category of what you teach and there's specific ways for scoring and etc cetera, etc cetera. right hmm but I feel like, I, yeah. I, I don't know, a, a certain a mode of teaching that builds the student up as well as teaches them knowledge. Not only teaches uh, them knowledge, but builds them up. I like so, that point because I, I think that we would all agree that teaching is not, or education is not solely confined to knowledge. Would you agree? Yes. Or is it? So should should public, government funded What do people What do people teach? That isn't knowledge. So what's the alternative? You said you said that. Yeah, well, well. When when virtue can I think I think max max. Yes. What you have is education, and you have teaching, and where I, I, yeah I think I think education is, is distinct from teaching. The one. Yeah. Okay. 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 Precisely. So I, I would so, say I would say teaching is a transfer right. of information. Okay. Okay. That's that I would say is. There's that's more than education. That's more on the right track to teaching than education. Yeah, because because when you say somebody's educated, that implies something different than they've been taught. Yeah, right. Because teaching teaching isn't administering education. I don't think not solely. I do not. I do not think so. I I agree. And and because because that word is often equivocal. A lot of the words are equivocated upon, but. Uh, the the education is very str- uh, legally speaking it's the action or process of teaching someone especially in a school college or university says Miriam Webster that was the closest definition I could find I don't think I'd agree with that and I think we just uh, uh, got disproved uh, it showed that that definition is incorrect but I think that there is a uh, some some questions to be answered so we we, we talked about knowledge and the administration of knowledge yeah, a teacher is trying to impart knowledge but also an important under, a distinction to be made is knowledge and understanding because they can cram all these facts in your head but then how do you use them they're just meaningless facts so that there's that need to understand as well and that's often what uh testing and grading are for to to gauge your well, sometimes it is just the gauge of your knowledge. How many things have you rotely memorized? And write them all down here. But then in something like math is a good example. I think that you are taught the basic concepts and given a knowledge of the concepts. And then you develop an understanding of the underlying principles. So somebody could tell you 1 plus 2 equals 3 and demonstrate how that's done. And then you should be able to go, and without ever having seen it before, give the answer to 3 plus 4. Because you understand how one plus two is done, so you can apply that principle elsewhere. I don't 
What do you think of that? Because, yeah, because when people learn math, they don't memorize the answers to every single question. <laughs> That's not what math is <laughs> exactly. That, that would be quite something if you managed to do that. And That would be you... rather hilarious, actually. <laughs> Just well, we sort of do for the times table, just because it's useful to have. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, very quick, but the, then beyond that, it's not like you you memorize all, all of the square roots up to a a thousand, or I don't know. You know, the the solution to every one plus anything, two plus anything, three plus anything, and so on and so forth. That would be quite difficult and wouldn't be very helpful. So, I, I, yeah, I like, I like that part of understanding. But then what do you think about there's knowledge and understanding that we talked about? And by the way, I, I love the word understanding because if you think about it, it's composed of the words under and stand. To stand under something, you're, you're holding it up. Oh, I, I, I love that idea. That word is so fun. But what do you think about education involving morality? Should, in, in the context of school, education teaching let's say should the the, the government sanctu- sanctioned institutions of education uh teach morality or try to well as with any argument there's multiple sides and on one hand you could say that the government teaching uh its citizens its subjects facts about it's not only itself but about other people about other entities and countries is a conflict of interest but on the other hand publicly funded education does have its place in society as um, being sort a way to gain access to better living by way of hard work which is really the, the American dream um, However, with the second one, many people could argue that that isn't really being upheld nowadays with um, with the systems put in place, and that not everybody gets an equal education, not everybody has an equal opportunity to achieve success. If you put X amount of work into one situation as opposed to another, one would probably result in a Harvard uh, degree, whereas the other may result in nothing at all which is a real shortcoming i'm not sure if there's anything that specific but certainly not everybody receives the exact same um schooling it is dependent on many factors so i, I like, like like you said they the 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 teachers are trying to impart knowledge but they're also trying they're the, actually i think you like this the, the latin the the root word of to educate is educo or educari and it means to train to bring in or to nourish david did i uh, butcher that pronunciation i think i might have uh, wait 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 can you repeat it educo educari <laughs> I, w- I would say educare okay but, it wasn't too terribly duco, but... duco is definitely educo uh, educare however it's pronounced and it means to train, to bring, to nourish, to lead. So where, where are educators trying to lead their students? Because it, if you think about it, we're, uh, uh, us young humans, we're sort of ripe for sculpting, you know, the, the educators <laughs> yeah. can. can <laughs> ben, I did not like what you just said. 
Yeah, that might yeah. have been a, a bad way of putting it. We, we are, uh, we are, like, we are like, uh, 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 tilled fields ready to be seeded. We I like don't know. a fine cheese. <laughs> a, ch- a child is like a, a fine cheese. <laughs> oh, actually, no. It's like a young. It's like a young curd ready to become a fine cheese. They're, they're basically <laughs> like a floppy mass, a, a floppy gummy mass. Well, well the best cheese like. isn't soft. It is the best children Solid. are soft. Um, oh, David, where where <laughs> the conversation left? <laughs> um, but, but I think I think we can agree about the the we're, we're sponges as children. You know, we we're ready to consume information. We're hungry for knowledge and understanding, and we don't have much of a we don't have very many preconceived ideas. We can be indoctrinated easily, right? So yes, the, the, <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the the educators have a quite a, a great deal of sway over the 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 young curd. Yeah. So we should, <laughs> so we should take advantage of the the fact that we can indoctrinate children very easily. <laughs> well, uh, should we? Should we? So so, what are some uh? bad for bad indoctrinations you can think of some bad applications of education and teaching mm. red is green and then confuse the whole world that that would be quite you know that's, well, always that's a very false facts, facts for your own entertainment yeah, yeah. basically false facts yeah that's true um should i you know i'll tell you the source there was a quote that I found that I sort of like. Tell me if you like this quote for education as well. Um, education is the process of facilitating learning, the acquisition of knowledge, skills, values, beliefs, and habits. Educational methods include storytelling, discussion, teaching, training, and directed research. Education frequently takes place under the guidance of educators. However, learners may also educate themselves. Education can take place in formal or informal settings, and any experience that has a formative effect on the way one thinks, feels, or acts may be considered educational. What do you like? Do you Any like experience. I, I guess so. I, I mean, I can, I'm trying to think of a scenario in which uh, any education. strong <sighs> strong impression couldn't be education. I mean, if you fall off a cliff, uh, it's it's impressionable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, um, but you now you know what it feels like, I guess. That's, um... I love when I, I know what it feels like to fall off a cliff. Oh, oh or I think we're thinking of the same thing. It's, yes it's it's quite terrifying yes but uh i think your your uh belief in that quite quote might go down slightly when i tell you that it was from some guy on quora but you know it, I, I sort of like just because it. it's quora does not make it wrong <laughs> but no but it does, does not make it right uh, either <laughs> right it it's not as bad as reddit no reddit, that would that would be worse essentially it tanks its score by a good five percent yeah so, so that, that another random person on Quora gave a few education uh, examples of where education has been used to mislead uh, young Kurds, as we shall call them from now on. I don't know. <laughs> young um, Kurds. I, <laughs> I would love to go up to preschool level children and say, oh, look at all the young Kurds here today. Look at oh, I'm sure <laughs> oh, you were. Gosh. 
Oh, this is too funny. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> a few of the examples were, um, it, it was it was quite a, a, a not very good quote. It was apparently it's called the Prussian education system. Um, I didn't do much research on it, but this is what the, the guy in Quora said that um, this is one quote quote education should aim at destroying free will so that after pupils are thus schooled they will be incapable throughout the rest of their lives of thinking or acting otherwise than their schoolmasters would have wished wow that's a very malicious <laughs> definition of, of education is, i feel like that this, is this person had a bad experience <laughs> i think i think so too well apparently this is the way that some educational institutions worked um no, how how bad do we want to get? Because I have like some really bad definitions of education. Do we right, want to go but there? I feel like that that goes along with um, our exordium. That's true. That's true. The the Pink Floyd and our, there. I guess our our closing our closing as well. Yeah, I, yeah, I think yeah. it will. But would you like me to go far into how how bad education? indoctrination can be or do you want to not want to go there how bad uh sure yes i, okay. I sh think we should see the dangers of it but not in a way that's like another education know, system like, is that not the... like exposing your child to, to to scare videos and drivers that yeah like the 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 yeah. other example that i have that's really bad is the hitler youth that the weak must be chiseled yes. by, et cetera. No, no. Reporting, reporting. That's what that, I was that's, that's an instance <laughs> of education gone badly wrong. Yeah. Yes, yeah. The, the other one is apparently Japanese militarists. A long time ago, it used to be some children were educated that um, to hold the highest value of obedience to the emperor. Um, yeah, to promote militarism ideals throughout the education system, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. But there's just a few examples to think about how education is quite powerful because, you know, the the people who are being educated now are the people who are going to be the most of the population in the future. So it's it's quite a responsibility to think about how they will be educated and brought up. But yeah, uh, now we will talk about and well unless you guys have any more thoughts about that particular uh not in particular that basically sounded, I, I was thinking of the the hitler youth and children are impressionable very. this is very true they're like play-doh plato or play-doh 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 i wouldn't compare colorful. most most children i would not compare to plato that would like be the colorful yeah. philosopher. <laughs> yeah. Quite something. Is that a coincidence or not? Probably just no, a coincidence. That's definitely a coincidence, I'm pretty <laughs> sure. Well, they were probably like, oh, Play-Doh, Play-Doh. Oh, uh, oh do that you play with. Play-Doh. Mm. Play oh, yeah. <laughs> Maybe Play-Doh play was named after play the product. Play-Doh. Who knows that it's devolving? <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, we've seen the but how, how education can be bad. So we we would like to present our 
education solution, or at least the one that we have been using and have, that, that this is, this education solution is the reason that we're here talking right now and talking the way we are, the classical education. Oh, yeah. So how would you all, and what do you all think about classical education? It's served me well. It, it, it has served me well as well. And I think it I is well. the ultimate, the ultimate form of education. Well, rather, it ultimate is, is the right. Well. Ultimate, I think, yeah, ultimate is the right. Well, the highest form of, yeah, the highest form of education. Yeah, I think in all, in all, uh, in all situations, it is the highest form of education. Why would you say that? Well, what makes it so great? Well, I mean, it's just an extra well, word. I think classical. Well, well, the the. formula isn't the right word the the way of thinking is definitely the most integrated with the human condition it's precisely very human but also it's it's so diverse like the the teaching style is so diverse that you can even incorporate it into sermons and the sermons would have (laughs) much more impact on the people and mm. this is what our pastor does. He has a classical model to his sermons. Very neat. I did not it's, know that. It's like what? Yeah, it's like one of the ancients, like cool. uh, Cicero. Yeah, I yeah, didn't use it... my my weird pronunciation for that one either. Oh, oh, Kigoro. I, I recently yeah, learned Kigoro. that, yeah. and I was thinking, wow, wow, I I never knew that. Well, that's probably how they. We can't know for sure. That's probably how they pronounced it. Yeah, as Kaiser opposed to Cicero. Yeah, quite something. Indeed. But uh, the the wonderful thing about the, the classical style of education is that it can be applied to pretty much anything. And if you're wondering, well, what's classical education? The, the definition that is given by classical conversations, which is a, a Christian classical homeschool program that the three of us have been educated under, um, their definition of a classical education is a classical education recognizes that we learn anything by going through three distinct phases, learning the words and basic facts associated with the subject, sorting, understanding, and practicing using those words and facts, and finally using the information by teaching the subject to someone else, writing original essays on the subject, or solving problems with the information. Grammar, dialectic, rhetorical stages. Precisely the, the trivium of teaching. And so, oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Th- this is, have, uh, has been applied to us uh, to, I think, pretty good wait, results. Wait, they're not, hmm? they're not stages. They're arts. The rhetorical art of etc. I have not heard that before. Really? Yeah, I, be- I believe huh. so because I got corrected on it by my parental units. Ah, huh. I, did, I did not know this. I, I will keep that in mind because yeah, the, the, the grammar, the dialectic, and the rhetoric, the the arts or as i used to know them stages where they're the way that we we learn most things and i think that it, it's amazing how we tend towards this naturally without knowing about classical education we'll tend to first try to you know get down the basics and learn learn the the vocabulary or the the foundation that you need to explore the rest and then you sort of practice with that a little bit and then you start learning grammar and and the the application of that 
knowledge, the understanding of it, and then you go out and apply it. And those correspond to you. I mean, we, the way the classical conversation says it is for the first, what is it, 4 to 11, right? Yeah. They, yeah. they cram our head with all of this information. I think it's 400 facts each year. And, and these are things like random science facts of Latin endings, uh, history sentences, all, all these fun things. And they're usually in music, which helps the, the youngins remember them much better. And, oh, I, I still remember all, all my songs from when I was young. And, and then once we're 12, they, they ship us off to the, the, the big challenge. And there we, we begin to say, oh, wait, all, all those, those uh, interrogative pronouns that I learned back when I was seven they actually mean something. They're not just uh, words. And, and you see, they, they go in sentences like this, and, and, they, and they work this way and that way. And all, oh, all these Latin endings, well, it turns out they actually mean things. And so we, we, we go through and understand them. And then lastly, after we, we, we do all of this linking and understanding and understand how things are related to each other, we go in and practice them. And we'll write original essays, like it says, and, and apply this problem solving to, to problems and yeah what, what else should be added there well I, I think a note should just be made that like I said before it's it's most integrated with the human condition and as you said before children are like a sponge but especially between the ages I mean no child is the same but especially between the ages of uh, three to actually two to and even a baby, but more like two when they can actually make some yeah. connections. Two to eight years old. They're, yeah. They're very much a sponge. It's amazing. Children oh, during that age. You like that? Well, especially very young, have a, a remarkable ability to pick up speech. Um, unlike yes. anything you experience at any heck? other time in your life. Uh, which, is, imagine, which is quite remarkable. Imagine learning... Imagine anybody else learning English flu somewhat fluently <laughs> in a year and a year. half. And, and English is yeah. the most notoriously exceptionful and ridiculous. Yeah. And, and and not even be able being able to speak it well because you have an underdeveloped like, <laughs> this area. <laughs> I'm making a motion to my mouth. You yeah. have undeveloped vocal cords or vocal cords the and tongue. The, the tongue is yeah. incapable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The the brain is quite something at that age, and they can, like, mm -hmm. like you say, that there's this program called Memory Master that CC has. Classical conversations is abbreviated CC. That's what we always call it. Oh, where they'll have you. Hmm? You're giving away data about ourselves. Oh, oh, well. Uh, we can't say whether we did it or not, but there's this uh, program called Memory Master. I know, you have confirmed that we did. <laughs> where you have these 400 facts, and you have to get every single one of them perfectly, or they'll kick you out. Well, no, they won't kick you out. You just won't get it. And you have to recite them perfectly from memory. And mm -hmm. four times, I think. It's quite something. And it's amazing how many children can do it, and at such young ages. And then... I mean, we have no idea at that age what anything means. We're like, oh, it's it's songs. It's fun. But then we are educated later on and taught the 
practical applications of <laughs> such rote memorizing. Yeah. I did it multiple times. And when when you're that age, I, I, I still don't know how I did it. But when you're that age, <laughs> you, know, it, you just soak it up. Like little sponges. It's, it's it is quite, quite remarkable. You know, I, I have much CC memorabilia from all, all the things, but one of my favorite shirts from CC is, it's from, well, actually, no, I won't say what it's from, but on the back it says, how to think, not what to think. It's a little slogan, and I think it sums up CC so well. You know, in, in the whole style of education well well yes they do cram our our heads full of facts but then they don't say think this and don't think about it again don't think about why it's that way just know that it is it's they're, they're giving us the skills to think well so that we can take facts and process them and think well about them i don't know learn by ourselves anything to add there no i think that's quite succinct or at least from my I think experience. That's good. I think that's good. There's the, these other things. I think that you mentioned them earlier, David, the, the seven liberal arts and the quadrivium. Uh, would you like to oh, tell us yes. more about those? Oh, okay. So these are things such as mathematics and uh, the sciences and, um, well, those, those are more of the technical ones, but uh, such as... Oh, what are the other ones? These um, so these are. I never actually memorized the seven liberal arts. I didn't but I, either. But I just looked them up, and let's see. It says, grammar, rhetoric, logic, music, geometry, arithmetic, and astronomy. Yes, astronomy was a surprising one. I know it was when for I me too. My first yes, but anyways, yes. These are. Why did I say mathematics? No, mathematics is on there. It, it's it's, it's call arithmetic. arithmetic. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maths, but, as the British say. Oh, oh yes, maths. maths. But these are. Oh, how can you? The uh, 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 so let's say this. These are elements of education that you can each one of which you can reach the rhetorical art of you can even reach yes. the rhetorical art of rhetoric wow so yes which is really interesting but but yes mm -hmm. you can reach the rhetorical art of rhetoric itself like rhetoricians and orders yeah which are always amazing people but um the it, it's it's aimed at imparting you know general general knowledge but it's, it's also something in which you don't have to, but it's possible to achieve the mastery in all of those, the, the rhetoric stage. And yes. There are things that are generally taught to some degree or another in most educations. I mean, astronomy might not always be there. But, but math definitely. Much is. Yeah, definitely math, definitely music, definitely grammar rhetoric speaking skills logic sometimes logic but yeah a, a lot of those things are brought up again and again so what else that i think that i think that was a, a a very good encapsulation but of but also there's something else about it is that these things can be learned from the natural world and any functioning human being is at least at the grammar stage of all of these 
Like they can see that one one chicken and one chicken make two chickens. And that's arithmetic right there. Or they see one star in the sky and they say, oh, that star's bright. And even if they don't wonder why that star's bright, actually, they probably wonder why that star's bright. <laughs> and even that is, the, the even that asking question, a question about that is the grammar stage of astronomy. And yeah. It's, it's, these are all self-evident things in a large degree. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I, I talk to other people. Let's learn the art of rhetoric. Oh, I see the sky and then it's, similar and yet it changes oh let's 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 learn about that let's learn about math and grammar and observation is part of the human condition precisely we we are curious creatures by nature and so we we like to find things out so hmm the should we list the the what, what do you call them the the cornerstones of of the challenge levels sure sure, I have them all written sure. Down right here so the, some examples of the the values that we haven't been instilled in us are the this it's seventh grade right seventh eighth ninth tenth eleventh twelfth yes okay so to a is seventh grade and, and in seventh grade they tell us all year personal investment builds ownership and we have six subjects each year um and it's always embarrassing no not subject not subjects or we call them strands you strands, would know them as subjects strands. but we call them strands <laughs> I, n- I never got really until recently why that we call them strands but they all tie together and and there's integration that we see between all of them and we were always awarded points and I remember in challenge A, it was always the race. We would, for each time we found an integration between subjects, we would get a point. If we got 500 points or something, we'd get pizza and ice cream. Or, but we were, we were very motivated to, to find integration between, between strands. So we have six of those, but throughout each, each level, the, the emphasis sort of changes based on the, the theme of the year. So first was personal investment builds ownership, then ownership builds discipline and discipline is the cornerstone of freedom then freedom provides opportunity for noble choices then all choices bring consequences and in 12th grade understanding consequences defines great leadership so they're they're bringing us from that personal investment to leadership and there's overlap from year to year yeah what, what else mm-hmm. do you want to say why is leadership at the top because leadership is is what we can strive it, it, it's uh the valued byproduct or not i wouldn't say byproduct that's that's a, a negative word but product education. we we're we're learning yeah product we're learning to be leaders for we're getting this knowledge and using it in the classical uh arts the, the, the arts of the trivium as we say and yeah learning how to lead so what would you say the the point of education is what, what what is its purpose why why do we need it why is it to important? produce functioning members of society <laughs> we keep using <laughs> the term functioning members of society a knowledge oh oh, oh my it's to produce workers society. that's what the, the yes in our revolution the, yes the typers and the the workers and 
and the coal miners and the convince people to do them teach them how but we're also learning to i don't know i I can't put it very eloquently what what would you say david um creating thoughtful citizens creating leaders creating so if we're talking about it from a christian perspective it's hard to not integrate it to christ yeah or to integrate it to the ultimate truth but christ has called us to go out into the world and preach the gospel and in order to do so we need to be leaders uh and we need to have leadership and we need to have that quality and that is our ultimate purpose in life and that is what education has been preparing us for to go make the cycle of all the nations yes yeah and also that glorify god and enjoy him forever that falls under that glorification of god so I, th- I think that the listeners would probably find useful. I, I always found it very useful, the, the, the five common topics where we have uh, the relationship, definition, circumstance, comparison, and authority or testimony. And uh, they sound very arbitrary, but if, if you think about it, I mean, what, what's the definition of whatever I'm talking about? What's the relationship between whatever I'm talking about and other things around it? What's, what's the circumstance? What, what's happening around whatever I'm talking about? How does this compare to something similar to what I'm talking about or different from what I'm talking about? And why? who says so? How, why, why should I trust them? Mm-hmm. It's a, a very handy tool for, for uh, talking about something, understanding something. It, it's quite helpful to understand all of the... If you can answer all those five questions well, you know that topic pretty well. What else would you all say about that? I think that, that pretty much sums up the purpose of five common topics and it is a really helpful tool when trying to talk on or about or around something maybe not around yeah but understanding yeah, anything I, yeah get around every single angle of the argument and push or not push you know dig deeper into to everything into yeah. every single topic right and have that be a steady, I don't know, a steady system of thinking in your mind. So to have you always just ask what is something and then yeah. go on to compare it to something and then go on to relate it to something. And then what do others say about this? What's the cause and effect of this? What's, you know, yeah. It's very handy to have that. And hey, you can understand everything so much because... That's always been something I struggle with before I knew about the five common topics. You know, I I have to talk about this thing. I have to learn about this thing, but it, it, I can't. It's think of all the aspects off my head. You need some sort of springboard, some sort of outline, structure to go off of. And I think the five common topics is incredibly helpful with that. And all of our outline, when it, whenever we're outlining an episode, we have our our default empty outline, and we and we have an exordium. I don't think we've talked about exordiums, but. And an exordium, and that's sort of the, the hook, the grabber, the, the intro. It, it interests you. Um, the the intro to this episode, I, I think, was very humorous and interesting. A hook, indeed. And, and then... You, d- <laughs> you know go what's going to blow your minds? <gasps> this entire... these All these episodes, well, except for the round tables, have been structured around a classically structured outline it's amazing. Prayer, 
mind blown. Yeah. So this is what we've used in every one of our outlines. All over the wall. It's it's definition, background, relationship, circumstance, comparison, authority. You go into topic wheels, biographies, quotes, integration, issues or controversy, the Christian perspective, then we talk about it, do a devil's advocate, amplification. Oh, the amplification is how the topic is applicable to you. I always like that one. Call to action, recommended reading, and our outro. That's how we that's how we outline. That's how we and, do. And please I, I cut think, that out. Please please just as me. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> what? That's how we do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay, but, continue. But I I uh, maybe maybe you'll 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 think, wow, the whole time they've been I've been hoodwinked. They've been using the classical model to, to, to well, I don't think you'd say hoodwinked, but you've been bamboozled. We, we have fooled you. It's Aww. over now. <laughs> Our secrets are revealed. But that, that's how that's how we think about things, and hopefully that's helpful to you. It's certainly helpful to us. Um, what else do we want to talk about? And that's education. I don't know. What's we're uh, we're almost about up here with time. So what's the uh, what's the crowning element of classical education? Oh, well, there, there's so or many what haven't we has. covered yet? Oh, you know what we haven't covered: homeschooling versus public schooling. What are because the, there are think classical the private schools. There are indeed lots of them. In fact, are. We inspire them very much. Classical stuff you should know. Go listen to them. They they are classical, and yet they are a school with a bunch of people that come every day. Or I, I don't know precisely how they work, but I think they come every day. So, and and we admire them greatly, and they use a classical model. And there's we were homeschooled classically. So, what do you all think are the the good things and the bad things about that? With the way that society works in public schools, I'm not sure that you could have a classical public school. That would be hard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't really say. I've never been to public school. <sighs> Same. It'd be hard to have a Socratic circle with <laughs> yeah, fifty students. 30, yeah, 50, yeah, yeah. And yeah, we, we can detail our our homeschool a little bit more. So, so, so you, you're probably confused at this point because it sounds like we do a school, but we're homeschooled. So the way it works is. Four days a week, we're at home doing our work at home, homeschooling. And then on a fifth day, we go to some central location with all of us. We talk about what we've done in the past week, what we're going to do in the future week, present papers, whatever, whatever. And then we go and do more school for four days and come back and gather again. We call it our community day. And we have classes each in a grade for, I think it's three Sometimes we've been that rule to make it two to twelve. Sometimes we've been that rule to make it more people in a class. So they're we're, we're pretty small, and that, that's the environment. There's we have one teacher, or what we don't call them teachers because the parent is the lead, the lead teacher. We call it the lead learner because the parent learns along with the student, and we have a, a director, a tutor, and that sort of guides along the education in class each each community day. And, and they help guide the discussion, but then they, they try to get us, 
the students to to sort of lead the discussion and talk and sometimes we're, we're forced to lead it and and they leave us to our own devices well they, they watch but leave us to our own devices to to lead a discussion on whatever they it is we're talking us. about yeah we're, we're left to our <laughs> our own devices to Oh, I don't know. <laughs> somehow, somehow. I don't know how to function as a human being. <laughs> without, without a leader, how will we, how will we survive? And then, yeah, it's, it's one, one director, one tutor goes through all of the six strands with us, and we go home, do them, and come back the next week. A note, a note. And that's, and that's the circle of life. The circle of life. The circle of classical the classical life so true indeed so true i i feel like that's a that's a good point to end on i think it is too if you have any questions about classicalism classical education um we are by no means the foremost experts in the field but having been educated classically we do know a good deal about it's we know a thing or two please eat a thing or two, you know, after what? No, we can't say how many years. But we've not, been doing this. but not that would, three. That would we us. don't. We don't know three things about classical education. Just only, one only or two. two. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, n- not about two, two maximum. A maybe one. Maybe one. <laughs> maybe, not even guaranteed two. So don't <laughs> don't try to go above two. <laughs> so if you if you are, have questions about classicalism, email us an email. Well, I would hope so. <laughs> with with either one or two, but but we wouldn't really we wouldn't tell anyone if you emailed three. Um, qu- questions <laughs> about about it. What was that? And, what was? Oh oh oh, nothing. Uh, uh okay okay. <laughs> I, I thought so. Yeah yeah no 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 of course not <laughs> three 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 yeah uh, oh, terrible number. No, no, of course what, what, we what never never goes to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or if you have any quandaries comments or corrections about education or classical education or whatever email us those in emails as well please as well as questions and we will love to get back to you because um, we're, we're a bit starving for emails again so i've lost my train of thought this has been rhetoric and retrospect oh, yes, uh, Signing off. Signing Signing off. off. Bye. Bye.